Oh, Scott, welcome back. Thank you. You're feeling better? A little, yeah. <laughs> You're not quite 100%. <laughs> not 100%, but I'm getting there. That's well. Welcome back to Thank podcast you. number five. Give us I a have... good 67% today, all right? I yeah. will try. And that's right. The voice you hear, she's back, Amber. Yeah, Life I'm group back. coordinator extraordinaire. extraordinaire. Yeah. So what we're going to do today, we're talking about life groups. The reason why a lot of people got questions about life groups is that time of year, people are trying to figure out what to do. So we were sitting around the office. We said, we need to do an exclusive Simple Church life group podcast. Backstage. Backstage with the Simple Church. And now you're backstage with, you know, life groups. And we're going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I can tell you. My no, really, that's the goal. Ugly. I just very like to focus ugly. on the good. You well, know me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's focus There's on the nothing good. wrong with that, but you learn from the ugly. That's true. It's true. And the bad. That's true. So mm-hmm. we're going to try to figure all that out in right. 45 minutes or less. Mm. While you're on your drive to work or picking or up the home. kids, that's picking exactly right. On the treadmill. Yeah. That's right. NPR, they call it a driveway moment. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know about driveway moments, but let's talk about it. All right. So, Amber. Yes, sir. You're brand new. Brand new. You've never done this. Never been a life group director. Nope. You know, you pretty I've much... I've been in several life groups. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think we... Scott, you've been in a life group? I've been in the same life... Well, no, I've been in several life groups. You've been in care groups when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Like small group is a, Yes. That was yeah. the terminology we used at the... Yeah, back in the first Bozier student ministry. Yeah, it was the care group. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, but the reason I was saying that is because a lot of people listen, they're kind of intimidated by it. They don't even really know what it means, possibly. Mm-hmm. If you didn't grow up in church and you don't know what Sunday... Sunday it's definitely not Sunday school. Right. So, like, because it's... You know, Sunday school was Sunday morning, uh, age bracketed. Right. Uh, usually in a certain room, right. an hour, and you were in and out, and you've done it. You just show up. And typically Bible study oriented, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Care groups, life groups, you know, have been everything different. When I say care groups, the reason I go back to that is yesterday on podcast number four... It just came up because they were both middle school and high school pastors. But like Evan was in Bobby's small group, care group. So yeah. we were talking about the importance of that and for students. And so it was kind of on that podcast as well. But then we were, I said, well, tomorrow we were going to film, um, film. We are filming this one. Hi, YouTube. Hey, guys. Yeah, we are Hi. filming and recording this one. But I was like, I'm excited to kind of hear from you because you're new. You know, your worries, your concerns, your excitements and questions because... I think everybody's really got the same questions. So yeah. what do you got in your mind as far as, you know, life groups in this scenario, in simple church? The because simple church yeah. form of a life group is yeah. probably different than a, any other church life group style. That you've been in. Because been in. once again, the simple church is different than anything you've <laughs> yeah. been in. Just but, a tad. But you chose it. I chose it. God <laughs> chose it for me. He just planted oh, me right here. Oh, Jesus, Jesus juke. Yeah. <laughs> I have been told I'm too churchy, Justin. No. Well, I mean, it's you you are what you are. I am. You've and come I can't from help what you've it. come and that's okay. Hey, you're bringing light into the darkness. That's right. Yes. That that's what goal. some would probably believe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is is no, there's nothing I mean, you got to remember we're 12 years out of doing church the way that we've done it before. Yeah. So it's eventually, I promise you, there's not a right or wrong. That's what everybody always thinks too. It's like Oh, well, I'm too church. No, it's not that you're too churchy or not too churchy. Let me give you a, a different way of saying that. Mm-hmm. I think that it comes across as unauthentic or authentic. Right. 
So it doesn't mean that it, that's true because that may not be a true statement. You may be in church and very authentic mm-hmm. traditionally. And there were people that we grew up with. But we also know that in our experience growing up in there, that wasn't always the case. Right. Some of you kind of came in, you you know, you put your outfit on, you kind of... Put on the show. Yeah, like, you know, like you went through a hard time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you've gone through a Some, pretty... And you, I think, I, I've seen my family go through a hard time, and there were times we played the game too, you know, because it was like, I'm not going to really be honest about that, or we can't... My parents got divorced. My, my dad was a deacon. My mom was the Sunday school teacher. Yeah. We were at a small Baptist church. I promise you, we didn't walk in... And go, it was a horrible week this week. Nobody walked in and said, I heard my mom cuss my dad out today. It was awesome. Right. I mean, no, we all just put on our little outfits. My yeah, mom said, smile. shut up, sit down in that pew, and you play the game. You say, I'm fine. That's and right. You make it till 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everybody got back out there and we hoped for McDonald's and I hoped for an early <laughs> out. That's how silly we were, man. It was poor, man. I, hope I actually hoped for the Sizzler myself. Yeah, we didn't. That, that Sizzler was, that was once a, a month. Yeah. Once a month, maybe once a year, depending on how AT and T did, and we got a bonus or not. <laughs> he worked at Western Electric, you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like you you didn't get big bonuses back then. But that's the reason I say that. I think because you going through a hard time, you just recently have gone through a divorce. Yes. You moved to town. Moved back home. Moved back home. You have a. I mean, we've known each other again for the long people time. that are listening. We've known each other a long time. It's not easy. So I was thankful that you were coming home. I was thankful to have you on board because when you can be authentic and talk through that, I think people connect with it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, we got it all figured out. We know everything and we know how to do it and this is what you need to do. And this. No, the truth is we're like, man, no, I'm struggling. You just got out of a Bible st- I mean, a prayer thing this morning. And you right. were like, man, it was kind of real and sorry we're a little late yeah, or whatever. That's heavy. But that's, life, life, that's life. But that's life. And that's what life groups are about. Right. I mean, like that's the thing is it's not just coming in to go, good morning, everybody get their coffee and listen to a little Bible study and walk out. It's like, man, help me through the junk that I'm going through. Yeah. I think people might have a, maybe there's a stigma to it and you think, oh, it's just, it's a formal group. We're going to go. We're going to have a Bible study. I've got to do some homework. We're going to watch a video and then we're going to... Oh, stars. <laughs> That's because I drank that drink. <laughs> this is keeping it real. I was like, I want to chew that ice so bad, and I'm like, I'm on the podcast. I can't chew So ice. then I drank, and so I had to just threw it, threw it over head. Amber's head. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So people think that it's a certain way. You're yes. going to sit in a big group. You're going to listen. There's going to be a prayer time, and then we're going to go. And it doesn't have to be big group. It doesn't have to be we're going to watch a video. It doesn't have to be we're going to open our Bible and study. You're just going to sit like knee-to-knee with your friends and talk about Life. And What's here, going and, and on? you said something key, and this is again to me one of the biggest misconceptions about life groups in the simple church is that it's strangers, mm-hmm. like that you get all of these right. unknown people to come into your home and they sit down and look at you weird and oh my gosh, who are these people? It's the awkward. truth is, mm-hmm. it's not. It's like an ideal life group is six to eight people, could be four people, could be five people, but smaller than ten. And an ideal group is it's people that you know, mm-hmm. it's people that you have some relationship with, but you want to add a spiritual element and you want to challenge each other to get a little bit deeper in their walk with Christ. And that can be done through video. That can be done through a Bible study. It can be done in a lot of different ways. Uh, but the one thing that's critical is, is that you build a caring, trusting, safe environment to walk through that. That's why strangers 
un, people that you don't know, it's difficult to do that with. Right. You're like, I don't know if I can trust this dude. I ain't talking about my marriage. I'm not, because I don't know who they're going to go talk to or mm-hmm. what they're going to go say or whatever. So that's the thing I think that if this podcast helps at all, it's like, no, man, it's really about your friends. It's about doing life with people that you know. Now, I say all that. So now let me go 180 degrees mm-hmm. the opposite direction. My life group, this time, we've done a lot of different life groups. We've done a couple groups once a month. I'm actually in a week-to-week guys group. It started off with my friends, but now it's expanded to a couple of more people that are not my initial friends. But with me meeting with them and me talking to the guys, I'm like, hey, man, there's this dude that I really think would fit in, and he really is walking through some stuff. And they're like, sure, bring him in. If he can handle a little cussing, he's going to be all right. you know. And I'm like, I think he'll be able to handle that. Well, and that's not a joke because I don't want to offend somebody. Right. Like some of them, they get raw. They're one one of our guys is going through a really difficult divorce. So he's frustrated, and so he'll let that out sometimes. And I, he's in a safe place. It doesn't offend me. I'm not mad at him about that. But it eventually leads to, man, let's pray for you. Yeah. And let's walk through that. And here's what God says. And we do watch a DVD at the end of ours. And, you know, we'll watch a video. And a lot of times that video will say something. God uses that exactly where they need to be. I don't pre-watch them all the time and try mm-hmm. to prepare all that. Now, sometimes I look at it, but it has expanded a little bit beyond that. Still under 10 people, but still it just expanded to where there's a couple more people going, man, yeah, I could really use some help on this. I need to work through that. And I know, Scott, yours is radically different because the group that you're in, you've been in your life group for how long? Oh, gosh. How long have I been in that life group? Uh Four years? Three years? Yeah, and you're in there with my brother. Yes. And it's, it's the John's car group. group. Yeah, we started with probably four or five of us, and now there's probably 16 to 18 of us. Mm-hmm. It all started, actually, most of us got connected through the uh, World of Wheels car show. David Gunn, who runs it, and then Sammy San Angelo, we actually meet at his house, and he had a car in the car show. So it was actually a lot of those guys now meet, like that's how we got to know Joel, um, Kelly, I can't think of his last name, but he owns Nobody Customs. I want to call him Joel Nobody, but that's not right. No, he's, he's, no. he is he's somebody. somebody. <laughs> he's somebody. If, if you're in a life group, yeah. you're somebody. <laughs> but yeah, we got to meet all these, all these great guys, and they, and like Joel, Joel started coming to our life group before he ever started coming to Civil Church. Well, Amen, brother. Yeah, because he didn't. He was really against church, and then we got connected through the Forty Nine Ford that we've been restoring for the past four years. So that was our connection with him, and then he started coming to the life group and thought, well, this is pretty cool. So that's how he started coming to church. And then there's another guy who, forgive me, I cannot remember his name. You're really good. It, y'all are so tight that the names are just... <laughs> They're unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... You're it's, really it's, trying to do it to protect their identity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I mean, this is a private group. But there was a guy, his, he owned... Uh, he moved to Dallas, but he owned Hammerdown Customs. And before he moved... He said this group, which we didn't realize this, John, I didn't realize, this group was the most important group in his life. He looked forward to this group more than anything else. To which we, you know, we didn't look at it that way. We are just a bunch of guys that got together. We watch Andy Stanley, and then we talk about cars or, or work in Sammy. Sammy has a cool house that's half garage, half house, so there's a place we can work on cars. There's a lift and stuff. So we just thought we just stood around and talked about cars, that we didn't realize the impact we are making in his life. Yeah, and then the cool part about y'all, I mean, obviously, all those people come together different. That is like a common interest group. So they work on cars. They care about cars. They have that in connection. And then there was a do-good component to what y'all are doing. They started working on cars for single moms that were broken, or they started changing free oil changes. We did a couple of things throughout the year on Do Good Days. 
you know, like, hey, I don't, I'm a single mom. I don't know how to change my oil. Yeah. Well, all those guys would go out and do that. And I'm like, man, this is, it, it's another great way to do a group. So there's not a right way or a wrong way or a, there's just bigger than that. So there's just 20 people and it's, you know, y'all meet weekly. Yeah, we meet weekly. You know, We used to meet nonstop and that got a little rough. So we're we're stepping it back now and taking more great breaks. We used to just meet. It didn't Here matter. We, we only took a break at Christmas and right. I think that was it. And Thanksgiving. All right, so let's talk about that. So you're kind of new, but we'll, you can throw in anything. But yeah, if there's a question or something, but that's another question people ask us: is if I join this group or if I start in this group, is this it forever? I'm like, right. no. We encourage you to do more of them on a semester system, kind of like school. You know, hey, you can go for the fall semester. You can go for the spring semester. And typically people take the summer off just because of vacations and people are in and out. But there's no right or wrong. There are some people, I know quite a few groups, they go year-round. But like Scott said, you have to be able to kind of judge your group. Like, oh, man, they're getting tired or this, they need a break or yeah. whatever. Ours, uh, the ones that I have been in, have been a mixture of both. I've done some that are just a semester and they're done. So it was, there was never an intention of even coming back. Right. It was we're like, doing a particular study. Maybe. Yeah. Our, well, we and ours was really more, um, uh, that would have been probably right, but we didn't even really do a study. It was just young couples getting together to go, am I doing this right? Yeah. And so we were just talking. So we had mentor couples. This is another huge benefit to me to this methodology or this way of doing it, is we had older people with younger people with middle-aged people. When it was in Sunday school, it was, it's by... 30s to 40s. Yeah, 30s to 40s. And you kind of walk in there and go, You're, we're all miserable together. We're in this same <laughs> yeah. stage. and blah. Or if it was singles, oh my yeah. we're Charles all miserable single. together. Oh, this when is I was when, in singles, it was literally from 18 to 80. <laughs> exactly. It could be that much. So oh. it's, so it's weird. Yeah. And then it's like, this is awkward. you know. Yeah. So the good news about this is... Uh, of the methodology it's a way is that there were a couple of older couples that were able to go, Hey man, we've been there. You're going to get through it. There were people younger than us and that we would remember the good times. Yeah, oh, I remember like that, that dude. That was fun. Mm -hmm. We did that. And they're like, it ain't fun for us. And we're like, Oh, you're going. So you had diversity in right. that where sometimes people that don't have that, where you kind of get in the same group at the same time, it can get kind of monotonous and you don't really have hope. You don't really know what's going on. You need somebody a little bit more mature than you, obviously to go, hey, this has worked for us. You need some people more experienced. You need some people that are younger. And that's what's even in our life group now with the guys. It's all ages. It's all stages of life. We have people with very, very small children. We have mm -hmm. people that their kids are grown and out of the house. And so they're all in between going, man, don't get too hung up on that. Don't forget this. And I'm going, man, what would we do if it was the old way? You know, it would yeah. be difficult. It would be a little bit more challenging. So that's another thing is you you don't have to do it by your age. You don't have to do it by the stage of life. You can. I mean, if you go, man, I want to do that for one semester. I just want to meet some people my age. Right. You can do it because that's the good thing. In similar terms, man, there's really not a, a list of, oh, you have to do it this way. Yeah. You can try The main anything. thing is you need to find somebody that can be your people. Yep. Who's going to be your people? Who will you be vulnerable with? Who will you mm. open up with? Who do you want to share with? Who do you want to hang out with? It makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you gotta want to be there. Yeah, and so Satan's gonna find every way to keep you from going and isolate yourself. And I can say that you bring up a great point. There are many Wednesday nights, or it used to be Monday nights for me, where I'd go, "Oh my gosh, it's tonight. Do I really want to do that?" Almost a hundred percent of the time, there may have been one or two that I can think back. 
honestly, where I go, oh, that was probably long. Mm-hmm. Every time I'd leave and go, man, that was good. You man, I needed that. Yeah, yeah, like a workout. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> what's a, what are you saying, a workout? workout. What is you, a? That's when you go to the gym. You I'm don't never, just pay money to the gym. You actually go Oh, to the can gym. I tell you a funny story on that? Speaking <laughs> of that, since oh, you're new to Simple Church, this is the best. I love this. So we had a contest at the Simple Church. It okay. was a weight loss competition. And so the, so the Simple Church, John, remember, we decided to bless everyone with a gym membership. If you oh, wanted to go to a gym fun. membership, that's awesome. you had like, uh, we had weigh-ins, we had all this incentives, and you were going to win big money. I think it was, I mean, for us, big money. 200, 500, 500 bucks? I, I, think was, I was going to say two or 300, maybe well, it was 500 bucks. You could win 500 bucks, whoever lost the most weight within a month or two months the or whatever. church. No, no, just the staff. Oh, okay, gotcha. No, gotcha. no, no. <laughs> we don't care about the rest of the church. This was just about a, just a joke, Scott. That's a joke. It's a joke. So we get there, my brother, and they give me this membership or whatever, where everybody, they go. I never went once. Never once did I go. So then they call me and go, oh, Mr. Hagler, we're excited to offer you three free months. I said, why would you offer a guy three free months when I've never walked through the doors? I felt horrible about it. I had good intentions. I wanted to go. thought I should go, but I never made it. You never made it? No, but they offered me three months. So I actually had like 15 months for the price of 12. Look at that. I know. What did you do with the gifts God gave you? No, I never. It's a little weird to me. Gyms are weird, but that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Yeah, once you go... If you went to the gym, you I would need to. Going to. I the mean, gym. look at me. I'm a specimen here, but I need to. <laughs> but life groups are, the, are that way. You right. Are, you're so glad you went. Ooh, way to bring it back around. Yeah, thank oh, you. I that's like that's that. what she knew. She knew. She knew. Life groups. All right. What? Are that. So when you've when you've come in, you went to training just a couple of weekends ago. You went down to yes, Houston area. I did the Woodlands. The Woodlands. And it was purpose driven Saddleback. Who was doing the training? I don't even know who was going. It was from it was Saddleback Church. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gladney, Steve and, Gladney. Yeah, is, they probably won't know who is that the, is. Yeah, no he idea. is the guru of life groups. Ooh, I Does, just made that up. Oh, okay, probably not. <laughs> but he's he's supposed to be amazing. Yeah. Apparently, Saddleback has more life groups, more people attending life groups than they do people attending church we're a long way from that we're a yeah. long way from that but we're going to work on it but that's pretty awesome to that's fin- amazing and that is um so yeah they put together a whole um you know 48 hours packed of how's the best way to do what's one thing life. yeah what's one thing you go mm, that was probably most helpful because you've never done it the reason i say it is is let me tell you why amber's hired because you're going well, why did you hire if she'd never done it well because <laughs> she's extremely sweet very smart very capable of leading and, and helping people take those steps. So I'm like, why wouldn't we hire Amber? So I know you can do it, but not knowing how to do it, was there anything that you were like, wow, this was really impactful to me? I mean, there were 20 key points that were all super impactful. Um, the first thing they told us is you have to go slow, build slow. And the most important thing is not your numbers. It's the health of your groups. Okay, good. So, so let's talk about that. That's a great point. Everyone asks us, especially if you go out, well, in the church world, let me be clear. Mm-hmm. The church world, like, they always look at each other and compare and kind of yeah. compete, a little it's bit of numbers. competition here. Like, well, how many do you have? And blah, blah, blah. We have never been good at life groups. So we pretty much stink at life groups and have from day one. When it comes to the numbers, yeah. what we were really good at, is not the size or the amount of the groups that are meeting, but I think what we've been very successful is is that the groups that are meeting 
are helpful and that they are working to help people take that step. So when people criticize the similar church and say, well, you just don't have any discipleship program. You just don't have any way for people to grow. It's like, it's really not true at all. Are the numbers equal to the amount of people that we're reaching? No, because we're still learning. We're only 12 years old. We're not a 100-year-old church. We're not a 50-year-old church. We don't have the facilities you have. We don't have the leaders that you have, possibly. But what we're working on is to try to figure that out. We're going, all right, how can we develop those leaders, create environments that are healthy and that help people take that step, whatever the next step is in their growth? And that's what's been pretty cool is seeing that. But, yeah, are there, uh, you know, a bunch of groups? And that's why I was trying to tell you when you are coming on to work. It's like, really, you know? I mean, we've had you know, again, different people help in that leadership position. Mm-hmm. But none of us has knocked it out of the park. We've all tried, and we'd all come back together, and sometimes they're depressed about it. They would be frustrated, like, man, I'm a failure. I'm like, no, you're not a failure. We're working through this. We are trying to figure it out, knowing that in this environment it is difficult. But quit focusing on the numbers. Now, obviously, you got to know how many you have, right. you know. And on average, people say, well, how many do you have? You know, we've had as many as 50 groups. That's not a lot for our church, but that's a lot for us, you know. And then other times it'll go down and there's not quite so many. But the reason why is is they're trying to still figure out where they can plug in. But I think the reason that we've never launched more, and I bet Saddleback would be able to tell us this is true, is they still think it's a Sunday school class. We're in the Bible Belt. Yeah. So people are thinking, well, I got to find my class. I'm like, no, you got to start your class. Exactly. <laughs> That's the biggest difference. It's like, no, we're not looking for you to find your class. We're looking for you to start meeting with your friends and we'll give you the tools to help you take the step. And that is my biggest need right now. I have people that want to be in a class, but I don't have a class for. Right. So um, people, you know, it's, we live in a day and age where we want to be spoon fed. We want it offered to us, handed to us, given to us. But sometimes you got to take that step Come to on. start it. You're going to just get just, them fired up. you got you got to take the step to start it. And we have so much information at the office that we can give to them for them to do with their friends where they don't have to do that. We probably should talk about how to host. Yeah, that's a and good idea. And a small little um, yeah, because you don't have, have for hosting. It's not, it's not serious. You don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to have a Bible degree. You don't have to. No, you don't. And that's why... If they can get it, yes. If they can get it, they'll figure it out. Cause we and we took the acronym from Saddleback, or I don't remember who, we, or somebody, but it was basically a heart for people. You got to have a heart for people. You don't like people, you, you ain't gonna do this <laughs> Not very well. Your thing. No, but you got to have a heart for people. You also got to have the ability to open your home. So that's an O. That's an O. Yeah, H. H heart. Yeah, O. But when I go back to opening their home. I don't really open my home. So this is why it's a little bit, it's really the, we should maybe change it just the, to be open willing to. Open an environment yeah, somewhere. Yeah, open an environment. Opening because yourself. Because like for us, we meet at a restaurant and then we meet maybe at someone's house or we meet at a, a store. We meet we meet at the Do Good store before. We've met at the office. We've rotated around. Sometimes we just continue our meeting at the restaurant we're in. We never even move from the restaurant. Uh, serve them something to eat or drink. You know, you got yes, yeah, you want, you want Well, y'all eat, <laughs> dude. If you don't have anything to eat, with Simple Church, yeah. we eat. Yeah, we we rotate we don't work out, but out. we eat. If you feed them, they will. Yeah, come. and and it's even more interactive because we break it down. So somebody will bring an entree, somebody will bring a side, somebody will bring bread, somebody oh, look will at bring. Them getting organized. Yeah. So well, it's John Hagler. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but it helps because then, but then it provides variety, and then it's like. 
and guys get the and it's a way too because we're a male only group but like the wives will cook for the group so it's nice so it's kind of interaction that way because the guys can be like hey my wife made this and mm. we're like it's the best thing we ever tasted. Well, I can tell you, Tricky's <laughs> wife made something last night. That would oh. be a joke. He went by Posadas, and I got some fajitas last night. There uh, you go. I went and snuck some food out of John's group before I left. Did you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was about there. Yeah, no, you didn't feel good. But that was the whole point is it's you do have to have something to eat. You can see they all, it yeah. loosens everybody up to when you oh, get down yeah. and you right. start eating and hanging out. And then you have to turn on the DVD player. They were they were watching last night uh, a Bible study from Andy Stanley because it's Valentine's about marriage and helping their with their wife. Our group is walking through one with Andy Stanley called Follow right now. You have the best teachers in the world, right. best communicators in the world, available now through the Internet and through DVD. So we choose to use them, and you can use anybody. So if you don't like Andy Stanley, I get it. Pick somebody you do like. A lot of people don't even know who they are, so we usually try to help them with that. Right. Like, what are y'all wanting to walk through? You know, we want to work on our marriage, or, we, man, I'm really struggling with my prayer life, or I'm working through whatever. Well, then there's different studies and different things that people can do to go through there's that. There's a study for everything. So there's your H-O-S-D. That's right, you want host. To be a host. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, prayerfully, they will begin to people to go, you know what, I might could do that. And you do have to risk it. I mean, for the biscuit. you got to risk it. you got to risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. But <laughs> sign up to host. Or, you know, don't even make, it doesn't even have to be official yet. Just get three or four of your friends together and say, let's commit. Let's be intentional about our time. Let's commit. We're going to pray for each other. Amber's going to let me have this study. I can just go check it out and give it a shot. And I think. And all you're going to do is try to help them. So you're not even going to try to micromanage them. I am not going to micromanage them. You're the guide. They have to, they just don't have to do anything except those four things. Have a heart for people, open their homes, serve something to drink, eat, drink, mm-hmm. and turn on their TV. And that's it. Yeah. And this is the thing. So I think about Amber, why we like her and why we, we should not just like her. We love you. Aww. Why we love her is because you really do have the heart to help people. So if they'll call you, you're going to call them and check on them and go, hey, you okay? You need anything? But if they go, Amber, I'm really struggling with this. you got a prayer partner. You're going to pray for them. You're going right. to encourage them. That to me, and she was a teacher, so she's organized, unlike some of the people, Daniel Nelson. He was not very <laughs> organized at times. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I love him. He's my one of my best friends. Right. But he would be like, oh, man, yeah, I was going to do that. You know, we joke about the organiza- organization part of it is a key because you got to get the information or you need to know what's going on with them or whatever. I love yeah. you, Daniel. You know, I'm picking on you. But it's the truth is you got to have a, a mixture of all those things to know that somebody's there to help you. They're, you're not just distant. You're available to meet the need if they need it. Yeah. I was going to go back to, I just have a question. I don't know what I was going to go back to. I'm sorry, I'm still a little sick. Uh, <laughs> but you did say earlier that people were asking you, you know, that they wanted to join a group but they couldn't find it. Is there... Right. Are people asking for the same group or is it a variety? Like, is there one, are most people asking for, I want You know, this really kind? a singles group for the older crowd. So there's a singles group that's young, 20 to 26 probably. But um, that 30, you know, older than 26, younger than 45. I've got me. several of those that um, would like to have a group. So Scott should start one, what we're saying right now. I think so. Scott, Scott? do you have a heart for people? <laughs> Sometimes. Can you open your home? Are you willing to serve them a little something to eat? Yeah. Drink? Can you, do you yeah. know to turn on the TV? See, boom, there's your next oh, host. There's open, your... I probably won't open my home in particular just because you have kitty cats. cats. My kitties would not appreciate You could them. find a location. But I, here's the thing, like Terry Seaman, one of my buddies that's in my men's group, he did a singles group. 
for a while, and it is challenging because singles have a it 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 comes into a bigger group. So mm-hmm. let me it, there's different types of groups. So let's go through this real right. quickly. The ultimate goal is to get into a small enough group where you're doing life together to help that person take a step. It's hard to do with 30. It's hard to do with 20. It's a little getting a little bit more challenging at eight, but really you get in the four or five range, you can be like, man, where are you at? Come on, right. we got to take this step. What I have found in the 12 years of Simple Church is that the singles want 50 in a group because they on the prowl, son. <laughs> they want a shot. So they're wanting to go like, hey, man, why can't we get together and go eat? Or why can't we do it? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but that's not really a life group. Yeah. That's more of like just a hangout group. That's mm-hmm. more of like a connecting point. Or a mixer. Yeah, and and that's okay because you can have different ways to do that. Well, hey, we're going to go to the revel or we're going to go do whatever. But the spiritual component and the growth component is kind of getting more into a small enough group where there's some accountability, there's more how are you doing, you're praying together, you're really walking through it. Within a big group, it's more like a Sunday school class. You just come in, they watch the thing, man, see y'all next week. Where I think that was, if Terry was here, which you know he would probably say that was some of his frustration. Like, hey, man, he, he wanted to meet other people too. So it wasn't like he was against that. But that's why he came back to like a smaller men's group. He's like, man, I'm not in it just to hang out. I'm trying to really get better. And and one and, and I know people that are in three or four groups because they all did something different. There was a running group. Yeah. They went and they just ran. And they still had a little Bible study component. They had some accountability. But then they were also in... Uh, they, there are some that struggle with addiction. And so they were in an addiction group, you know, and they were going, hey, man, I'm going to go to the running group, I'm going to go to the addiction group, and then I'm going to go to this other men's group. I know personally people that were doing all three, so I'm going. They were out every night. I know a lot of people like, dude, I ain't doing that. Ain't no way I'm doing that. So you got to evaluate what are you looking for. And then hopefully we, as Amber's coming in and we can kind of experiment with some things, we might could do mixers. Where it's not, it's an organized event for a certain age that will help launch groups out of that. So if you come together to to watch a game, you know, if you come watch a game or whatever it is, like, hey man, we're gonna do. We've done it before in the past. We we they would pull them together for the Super Bowl. They would, and then go, hey man, anybody want to launch a group out of this? And then they were like, I don't know. I'm sorry, I just in my head I got this picture, this middle school dance of like the guys on one side and the girls on the other, and they're just standing there staring. It's been a long time. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. That's just the image that came to my head. I'm sure, and I know it won't be like that. that. Yeah, I know it won't be like that. That's just what popped in my head, and it made me laugh. I apologize. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Yeah. you got issues in your head anyway, though. That's why we're praying for you as we walk through this. That's not a secret for anybody that knows you. No. Yeah. Of course, Scott. All right. Any other questions? I mean, y'all do. I think we're doing. I, I think it's very helpful. I think people are getting there. You I have a question. Yes. Why am I raising my hand? For well, you? we recognize you. We see you. I'm a teacher. Yeah. Yes. And, I, and I'll call on you. Yes, yes. Scott. Uh, so, 2020. What do you, in particular, hope to accomplish? I I would love to have more hosts so that people can come to me and say, "I want to be in a life group," and I'll say, "I've got the perfect spot for you." So that is really our biggest need, I think, right now, is to have more hosts. Um, And honestly, just to get to know the people better, for them to know me. I want them to know my story. I want them to know why I'm here because my life groups, my people, are what saved me and got me through the awful drugs of divorce. I mean, it was just the worst time in my life, and I could not have made it without Mm -hmm. my people. And being vulnerable to my people. I have a very, uh, it's hard for me to admit when something's not going right. I'm always, it's fine, I'm fine, we're fine. I'm fine, it's all fine. 
And so you got to have people in your life that'll tell you, I know you're not fine. What's going on? Yeah. So, and you got to be able to break down the walls and you're not going to do that with a stranger or with just an acquaintance. You got to be in life with some people because like we say, life gets lifey and Mm -hmm. everybody's got something. Uh, It might be divorce. It might be money. It might be health. It might, whatever it is, you have got something that is hard for you. And there's no reason why you should have to do it by yourself. Um, you know, God intended us for be, to be with people. Jesus was in a life group. He was. He, he had, had his boys. He had his boys. He called them. He said, he y'all going to be my group. And sometimes they were with him and sometimes they weren't. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, because the reason I say story. that is, is, yeah, you could get frustrated. Like, man, I needed them and they weren't. Welcome to Jesus' world. There were times that he was in yeah. the worst point of his life. Literally. But it's not a reason not to do it. That's why I keep going back to it. Sometimes people have been burnt. Mm-hmm. Or it didn't go well, and they're going, ah, oh, I did this and that's not. Listen, man, I know it's not easy. It's people. We're fa- we fail, we mess up, we don't know what we're doing. We are totally imperfect. Yeah. So you can't get frustrated because someone it didn't go well or it it wasn't what I thought it was. Is try something, try it again because without it, you can't make it. I mean, you're going through, for example, just the difficult time that you were in, Amber, and. You know your people, like you said, helped you get through it. Imagine on a, any given Sunday how many people are sitting in that audience going, yeah. how am I going to get through this week? Mm-hmm. And, how- I, and I had done all the Bible studies. You know, my 20s, I did every Beth Moore known to man. Mm-hmm. I did all the Bible studies, and all I wanted to do with my whole 20s to my 30s was get married and have a baby. That's all I wanted to and do. And two babies. And I got to have two babies. But then I got married and had my babies, and then it was like, oh, life is... <laughs> Complicated. Yeah, like all my dreams had come true, but then it started getting hard. Mm-hmm. Like life is lifey. Life is hard. Marriage was hard. And so I knew so much biblical truth, but even with that, I was struggling when I was keeping it to myself. Yeah. Um, I and appreciate that, that. My personality mm-hmm. is keep it to myself. Say I'm fine. And and part of me wanted to just believe that it was going to be fine, that Jesus was going to fix it, and I was praying about it and praying about it. and. Sometimes he doesn't fix it the way we want him to fix mm-hmm. it, and you got to accept it, and uh, just be vulnerable about it and say this is not going the way I wanted it to do, and I need some help from some people. So it was my people that drug me out of my, uh, you know, just the mess that I was in. And once I admitted it, once I became vulnerable and admitted it, it was amazing how like the troops rallied, and I was able to rise above the junk that I was in and actually start making a plan to get myself out of the yucky marriage. And then before, like within three months of me, like really being vulnerable and telling people, God finished my divorce, gave me the ability to move out of state of Texas with my kids, which does not ever happen. That was a miracle. And then planted me here at Simple Church with my friends that I've known forever. So I mean, I had been praying to get to come home privately. I didn't share that with anybody, but I wanted to move back to Louisiana. And so God answered that prayer. I got to come back to Louisiana, and then I got got to come home and work with my friends here at Simple Church. It's come on, son. Come on. Give it up. Yes. Crazy. And make new friends. But with all, right. all that high, <laughs> if I had not told anybody, I could still be sitting in Dallas today wearing True. a hole in the sheets in my bed, which I actually did because I was oh so gosh. sad and depressed. I would go to work and come home and get in the bed. Yeah, it's tough. And I would parent from the bed. I mean, it was just bad. But I was in Dallas by myself. Um, all my family's here, and I could just say, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And until my mom, God bless her, 
And then some of my really good, strong friends just said, we know you're not fine. And so I finally, I let a little bit of the truth squeak out. And it was like my mama slapped her hands on her knees and pulled her chair up close to me. And she was like, I knew it. We're getting, you know, and the, and everything just went into place to, how long, to get me out of the mess. Okay, so how long did you struggle with that? Like not not telling anybody. 2012 is when it started, and then 2017. So five years. 2018 is when I confessed. So six years of keeping a secret of my husband had had affairs and he had lost several jobs and it was just tough. Mm. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time, and so at least I was in my mind. I was still getting to be with my babies. I was home. I was doing what I wanted to do. What God I knew had made me to do. Um, but it was hard, and I kept telling myself, you know what? Marriage is not a fairy tale. It's supposed to be hard. Everybody's got a heart, and this is just my heart, and yeah, I'm going to pray it through, and I'm going to trust that God's going to make it better, and I'm just going to pray for my husband and pray for my marriage, and I'm going to just put a smile on every time I come back to Shreveport. I'm, I'm fine. Life is great. Life is good. And so you do that for five years, it'll wear you out. Eventually it gets you. And then I had to go back to work. Um full-time and so being a stay-at-home mom and then jumping right back into full-time work with a marriage that's falling apart you you're not gonna you're not gonna make that unless mm. you have your people and your friends that will um surround you and hold your hands up you know there was a time Moses was standing on the on the mountain he had the as long as he hold, held oh, yeah. the, uh, the not the sword what am I trying to say the staff mm-hmm. as long as he held it up they were winning the, the yeah. fight and then he got tired he couldn't do it so he had to have two friends hold his hands up and that's really like the picture of my life is I was so tired I could not do it anymore by myself. And so I had friends that helped me. They rallied around me and helped me. And it was a small core group right. of people that knew, like, who knew me intimately. And so um, I just really am passionate about that, about people having their people. Come on, son. That's what you're trying to do. So, that's why, see, now you know why we love Amber even more. Yeah. I just want just... people, I want people to have their people. I don't want anybody to suffer by themselves. Because that is Satan's goal. He wants you oh, to be sure. by yourself, alone, isolated, and to feel defeated. And this is why, by you being honest and transparent, which I really greatly appreciate, is because in our environment, it is no secret. We've had our share of struggles. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody and everything is going on. And the one thing that I'm probably most thankful for, well, there's a lot of things I'm thankful for, but one of the things at the top of the list is that in the Simple Church, that you have the permission to work through the mess. Where in other environments, when I grew up in church, I didn't fit. Maybe we did, maybe we didn't. But I didn't see it a lot. I saw a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. But then they kind of ate them up behind the scenes. They would, you know, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm praying for you. And then I'd hear them go back behind the doors and like, can you, you believe? Know? Oh, my God. And I'm like going, golly, man. Yeah. And we're not perfect. I'm not saying we get it right all the time either, Simple Church, because we don't. But what I strive for is to be there to listen, to try to put the tools in place, to have the things in place to help the person take the step. Counseling is a huge part of that. We've yeah. paid for a lot of people's counseling in the last few years because we realize that's a problem that needs to be solved. You know, we talk about solving problems in what church is like. Don't ignore the fact that you can have your people around you, and it is critical to have those people around you, but then sometimes they don't know. Right. So then they're going, man, I feel bad that I don't know what to say. I don't know how to do it. Well, then if the church, and if, and if someone comes to us in that situation or Amber in that situation, we can say, listen, we're going to help you with that. You don't have to have all the answers, but let's get that person that's in your group into counseling. We'll help pay for that. Yeah. 
That's a huge that's deal. Huge. Yeah, because then they're going, man, I need professional help, whether that's for your kids or whether that's for you personally or whether it's for somebody in your group. We have had horrible, difficult circumstances happen, and the only way we all got through it was because of counseling. Christian counselors stepping alongside of us going, man, everybody's got something. We're all working through it, and here are the tools or the resources to get through it. There are some people in our uh, church that, I mean, like Daniel, even when he was leading his life group, he had someone that was uh, convicted of murder. Wow. So the family and the friends and the group, it, I mean, they all had to work through that. Yeah. That's horrible. That is as difficult as it gets. Well, you don't just get to go, man, I'm praying for you. Yeah. I'm pr-. No, it's like, man, I need some help. I need to really get through this. That, I mean, there's tons of examples and circumstances. I mean, some of the addictions and the cost uh, for the family members, you know, it's been hard. But the positive has been through a small group of people, through counseling, you can see now how God worked and how God is doing some really cool things. And it's through that transparency of going, dude, I'm not all right. I need some help. Yeah. Somebody throw me a bone. Somebody be willing to talk to me. Somebody be yeah. willing to help me. And we're not perfect. We're not going to have it all figured out. But we do know some things to do. We do know some people to call. We do know some places, some Bible studies, some helpful things. Uh, there's a great prayer team behind the scenes that uh, works at Simple Church that every time you fill out a prayer card and yep. you know puts those things together, they, they commit to that to prayer. So there's a lot of cool things that people aren't always aware of that you can you know, you know can have access to, but you got to go, hey, man, I want to be there. Yeah. I need some help on that. Take that Proud step. of you for talking it out. Thanks. There's way more. Like we could. Well, that's another podcast. But that's another podcast <laughs> yeah, really. for another day. <laughs> we'll do that when we talk about you personally. Well. Yeah, because each uh, staff member is gonna have their own podcast day where they just kind of walk through their life and share their stories and their things. Stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll make sure to bring tissues. Tissues. Are you? You think there's gonna be some tissues? We're gonna in bring pom poms because <laughs> Jesus did it. Oh, come <laughs> look. <laughs> look. We're gonna cheer. <laughs> It was awful for a while, but you know now what? Now you're here. Yeah, and there's a lot. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people still in the awful. They yeah. got to know that they can they can get there. So that's a cool thing. It's okay it to be happen. honest about it. It can happen. All right, we got a, about another question or anything we want to wrap we'll up see. with. We're getting close. Anything else you want to say, Scott? Any other questions? Well, first of all, the the guy's name was Micah. I rem- I had to look it up, oh, but Micah. I remembered Micah Freeman and then don't. Joel Williams. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there at the end. I'm sorry for forgetting you both. Yeah, it's my bad. It's all right. You're, you, can you can tell you can tell relationships are really mean a lot to you, uh, Joe. I mean Scott. <laughs> wow. Hey, I deserve it. It's okay. Oh, oh you know gosh. I'm kidding. We probably should talk one last little bit about what do you do if you want to host a life group? Okay. What do you do if Who you want to be in a life group? Do they email? They, they can email me what's your email? at thesimplechurch.tv. Okay. They could meet me at the, uh, we're going to have a kiosk coming Ooh. up. We should talk about the kiosk. We're launching new kiosks sure. this week. It's going to be exciting. So come so find exciting. me at church. Um, I'll get your information, and then I will, we'll figure out together how to get you plugged in or how to get you started with what? a life group. We've got a new one coming. Uh, should, can we talk about yeah. Autry doing his life group for yeah. um, first responders? Yes, awesome. So we need to get um, – he wants to host one, but we need the people now to fill the spots. Oh, yeah, you just announce so. it and you'll get – so we have a firefighter that's going to open up a group for first responders. He's going to do a small group for – life yeah. group for – if you're a single and you want to start a life group, 
I will help you with Is that. there a place they can see them, though? Where do they go if they're... Yep, it, there's a, actually, I'll have a QR code if they come see me at church where they is can... Is it just, online, it though? It's online. Is it it's through on, the app, I wonder? I don't know if that it's through the app yet, but it will be after we tell Caleb to do that. Yeah. Well, it's just a way to <laughs> get there. But it is online. It is online under, um, I guess, ministries. You look at life groups, and yeah. then there's a link that'll send you straight to all of our um, yeah. life groups that we have available. And they can meet anytime, anyplace, anytime, anywhere. Anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Just got to be willing to host. Yeah. It could be small. It could be four people. It could be three people. It could be three people. It could be 50 if they have enough people that want to do it. We've got a ladies group that's got 40 plus in it, and they love it, and they're not going anywhere, and they're not splitting up. They love (laughs) their people. That's their people. Good. That's their people. Um, Yeah. There is no, there's really no parameters that we're going to make you stay between except you know, nothing illegal or immoral. Love God, love people, and help solve problems. Yeah, don't be illegal or immoral. And don't be illegal and don't be immoral. <laughs> exactly. They're, those two parameters will keep them. Away. Yeah. I well, like, I like how we have to add that too. Well, you know, there have been a times when there's been some. Uh, I would say illegal activity. Yeah, never bad. Because anytime you got people together, I mean, come on, man, keep it real. You never know, you know. We're going so, to do our best to honor God while we're together. That's exactly right. That's what I told him. I said, you can do foolish stuff on your own, but when you yes. when you when commit to together, be a host for an hour or two hours on a week, honor come God. on, bro. Keep it real. Yeah. Be good, dog. Do good. Keep your coronavirus and coronas to yourself, maybe. <laughs> right, yeah. We do. That is a good question. All right, we'll end on that because okay. some people say, you know, we're not real sticklers and hardcore on, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't. But when it comes to life group, we have a lot of people who struggle with addiction. Yes. A lot in the simple church. So why in the world, the New Testament tells us this, why would we intentionally try to trip someone up? Right. So like we don't like alcohol in our groups. We don't allow alcohol in our life groups. The only reason why is not because we're mad at you or we're trying to control you or we think you're wrong. or that's, None of that stuff's true. The truth is, is that if someone comes in and they struggle with that, that takes them down and we don't want to ruin their life and their family over something that's not an issue for you. Yeah. That's what I try to tell people all the time. I mean, we've gone on mission trips before, and somebody says, man, I've had a great trip, and I want to get a beer at the end of it. I'm like, dude, I would have no problem with that, except for I got four people in this group that struggle with addiction, and they say, you do that, dude, and I don't want to ruin their family or their marriage or their life. And 99% of the people that hear that go, dude, you right, that's my bad. I said, go home, man. You can do what you need to do on your own. That's fine. I mean, that's between you and the Lord. and every, I, We all got our things we're right. working through. But I'm like, dude, come on. When it's this little amount of time or this life group, come on, help me out. Yeah, we're just going to honor God with our time. That's it, son. You got it. Mm. There you go, life groups. See, come on, give it up for Amber, really? Scott. Good there we job, go. Amber. I try. Oh, you did great. good. And if we have more questions, email amber at thesimplechurch.tv for life groups. That's you can amber also go on our... Church. Website, www.thesimplechurch.tv for more information. There you go. We love y'all. See you Sunday. Thanks right. for much. All thanks right. so much for joining us. That's what I was trying to Yeah. Do. Tune in next time to our next yes. Backstage with Simple Church. Yes, with somebody new. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't quite figured out who that is yet. <laughs> Way to go, Scott. You're on top of it. Until next time. I'm safe. Peace. Peace. Peace.